Today on ABC Devo, Clock Out. Hey everybody, welcome back to ABC Devo. It's the only podcast, I'm assuming, that uh, goes through all of Devo's catalog in alphabetical order from Fourth Dimension to A Wheelie World. Uh, I'm Pete the Retailer. I'm Joe Maisel. And I'm Tom Taylor. And I'm John Engel. And today, we are talking about the Devo song called Clock Out. All right! <laughs> that was a pretty good all right. I like that. I, yeah, well, I do my best work at uh, 10.15 at night. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, this is an early uh, Devo song. We talked a little bit about this because it's from... Um, Duty now. now for the future, but it's one of those ones that like they had in their pocket from from you know demo days and playing around and stuff like that mm-hmm. um, that they then unearthed for for their second album. So it's uh, they first recorded it in '75. Um, it's written and sung by Gerald V. That's right. '75 um, version is a bit slower. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, this is another one of those songs where tempo is everything. With with Be Stiff, this came up too, mm-hmm. and I don't know if it was just, you know, earlier versions of stuff that they were just kind of, you know, they decided they didn't need the tempo, or if Alan was uh, maybe it was was it pre Alan some of this stuff because Alan joined right before. Um, or am I wrong about that? Did he not join right before? Kind of. Uh, uh, are we not men, or was he? Was it always before that? It was a couple of years before. Right. I'm pretty sure he joined. Ooh, I should know this. <laughs> I'm pulling from my memory that he joined in '75, but I'm not 100 percent sure of that. Right. So sorry, listeners, if that's not accurate. But I think it is. Well, anyway, regardless, they did a bunch of uh, slower versions of stuff in in demo form a lot of the time. It seems uh, from this era, but. Luckily, the kind of the more up-tempo ones made it to the recordings. Um, and although the 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 low-tempo down down-tempo, there we go, uh, <laughs> demo version um, that we have that we've heard on on hardcore Devo hardcore hardcore Devo, um, that was on the uh, nineteen seventy-eight Mechanical Man EP. Mm-hmm. Which is an interesting, uh, interesting concoction that I didn't, I, I hadn't really, I wasn't really familiar with until I just read about it. Now I, I um, looking it up, it's, and this came up before, and you guys thought I was being weird, but GNR lies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it has a little bit of that same vibe because it's it. Nobody is quite sure of the of the 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 providence. The the kind of it's semi official. Like people have it. And they're like, well, this was released, but I think it's the type of thing where Warner Brothers basically funded uh, like a a low rent, you know, indie demo thing to be like, all right, let's see, let's make sure that these guys can, you know, behave in a studio, essentially. Um, And so they took their demos and just released it as a, uh, um, you know, as as an EP, just kind of like test the market on them and see what the, what they sounded like on record, essentially. Like a, Mm -hmm. like a an enhanced like one step above a, a like home demo um that they i don't know like like nobody nobody basically will admit 
because it's you know Virgin Records seem to have like produced it, but it was according to some people, but it's just it's it's not um, really a hundred percent kind of claimed and, and acknowledged as a real thing. Yeah, um, I'm only the only information I can get about who released this. Is apparently Elevator Records. Do you guys get this? Our, our friends over at Google are telling me Elevator Records, but I have no idea what that is, and the link to it goes nowhere. So what, <laughs> is, what is Elevator Records? I don't know. But um, it says, according to this, yeah, it was definitely all recorded before Warner Brothers. They signed to Warner Brothers, so uh, it's confusing. It's another hmm. confusing Devo release. Yeah, it, it, I, I think it is a little bit of, you know, that that finagling of like well let's let's try it out and just see what you know it's a low risk venture on on uh, Warner Brothers part that's my that's my impression my understanding my feeling so do we my know if feeling. that version that was on that EP is the 75 version yeah okay yeah it's the the one from hardcore and on weirdly on that EP it's also called blackout sorry it's also called blackout, not clock out. <laughs> wrong, wrong, stress on the wrong syllable. Wait, do they there. sing blackout, or do they just call it blackout? It's just titled blackout, but they really <laughs> wow. Blackout. That's weird, man. So okay, so I'm just gonna read this, um, and we'll give credit. Oh, Wikipedia gives credit to um, this guy named Michael Pilmer, who's uh, from Club Devo, apparently. So he's. Uh, mega devo fan i would guess and apparently it was considered a fake bootleg the mechanical man ep was a fake bootleg that was actually produced by virgin records and attached to some of the uk uh are we not men albums somehow that's what it says here and that's confusing too i'm not sure what that (laughs) means i mean it mean what does it mean it was in under the shrink wrap or something with it sometimes i don't know uh, bizarre, strange. Uh, I mean, just like, new traditionalist had a single in it, didn't it? Like new traditionalist, when you bought it, it had like that. I think some of them came with that Nutra head shaped, you know, astronaut head forty five right. in the album. So maybe it was something yeah, like well, that. Uh, my new traditionalist has just a regular black oh, vinyl might, single yeah. of coal mine. Yeah, I think that's right. Actually, the the but there are some other yeah. So, yeah, maybe it was actually packaged with it, or maybe it was just, like, you know, I don't know, tied to it somehow. Not physically tied to it. You know what I'm trying to say. Associated with it. I pick up what you're laying down. Tied to it with twine, like a butcher's twine. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe. Here's your Um, record. Of course, a lot of what we're talking about here as far as... uh, you know, we're talking about like be stiff and so on. We we haven't actually talked about on this particular show. We've been talking about that on our weekend episodes. Um, right now, I guess we're talking about the studio version of the song. Aren't all we? right. Technically, I kind of yeah. forgot for a moment that that's what we were talking about. Yeah, we, so went we off encourage on a all of our listeners to join Patreon and support us. Oh. Give us a little yeah. jingle in your, our jeans. Yeah, if yes, you want yeah. some rousing conversation like we just had, uh, me reading directly off of Wikipedia, you'll get <laughs> tons of that during the Weekend Mutation episodes. To not subscribe, it's like you're only getting half the show. You're cheating yourselves. Don't do that. Yeah, literally <laughs> half, because we are doing the same amount of tracks on that show as we are on this show. Right. So, so my metaphor is not a metaphor. Mm. <laughs> it's not like you're getting ha- only getting half the show. You literally are getting only yeah. half the show. It's so much like it that it is it. Um, Keep but yeah, the, 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 
the studio version of Clock Out. All is, right. Thank you. It's faster. <laughs> it's it's more intense. It's uh, um, just like camping. It's got a lot of uh, it's got a lot of that kind of Devo DNA to it. I feel like like it, it's referencing a lot of like Americana kind of stuff, but also kind of subverting it a little bit. Yeah, it reminds me of a uh, of a uh, blockhead a little bit. It's like it's again describing a guy who has kind of got it all together. Maybe not as much as blockhead. Not like blockhead was just like okay, here's this total square dude, literally. Not literally, figuratively, but literally, uh, you know. But this guy is uh, whoever they're describing, whoever the persona is of the of the guy singing the song is. Um, it sounds like he's got it made in a lot of ways, and Devo hates him for it, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. and I hate him too. It's like uh, the repudiation <laughs> of the uh, salesman, the the salesman slash businessman slash corporate exec. Yeah, yeah, like a right. madman yeah. kind of guy. Like, uh, right. you know, he's got the secretaries on their knees. He's got but all look at them scoot. things in a row. Look at him scoot. Yeah. <laughs> See, I would take it as far, my reading of it takes it even farther. Not only do they hate this, they hate hating this guy goes without saying, you know, to me. Like, of course, yeah. this is a guy Devo hates. But they're taking it so far as to, I mean, my interpretation of the song is that all the, all the everything this guy's doing is completely pointless anyway because... I mean, we're all going to end up in the ground. We're all going to end up worm food anyway. And it's sort (laughs) of like laughing at a guy who thinks he's got it made. He's got the six figures. He's got the secretaries on their knees. It's like all everybody's going to end up in the same place. I kind of feel like that's my interpretation of what the title means. I could be, you know, I'm sure there are multiple interpretations of it. But that's what I get out of. They're going to clock out. Everyone's going to clock out eventually. So what, why, you know, why think so highly of yourself, Mr. Corporate America, you know? (laughs) That makes sense because I've I've always been a little, I always loved but was confused by the line, I'm afraid the future is going to be maintenance free. Yeah. But that makes sense in in your interpretation. Like, you know, okay, sell your stuff, your vacuums, whatever, but, you know, we're not going to need them. (laughs) You know, we're all clocking out. Yeah, I'm sure. Like I said, I'm sure lots of people have different definitions of what the song, uh, what the title of the song means. But to me, that's what I got out of it. I, and I, and I str- I've always struggled with the title of this song. I was, I was like, what, is it, what do they mean by this? They're going to clock yeah. out. I have no idea. But, um, you know, digging into the lyrics a little deeper, it's the, it seems like a theme, a Devo theme to me. This idea that not only are we all devolving into these people, but none of the sh- matters. You know, right, that's sort right. of the, uh, eventually we're all going to end up in the same place anyway. So, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. That's what I get out of this song for sure. Well, that, that's supported in a sense by, um, one of the versions that I was listening to of this is from that hardcore live tour from, from 2014. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, apparently they used to close with this fairly often, um, which makes sense. They're going to clock out. Um, <laughs> But um, so for this, they they uh, they you know the, the track starts and they're like, all right, we're, we're you know we're, we're gonna do one more, uh, you know, um, haven't played this one in a while, and they go off on a little you know tangent about you know like Max's Kansas City, and they're like, but uh, when you know we used to when we used to do this one, uh, you know, Bob Two would play bass, and uh, Bob Two isn't with us anymore. Like, and and uh, Marcus Boogie Boy says something that I I found hard to understand but then jerry's like <laughs> like yeah, that's right bob two clocked out 
So they they do kind of oh, make that okay. analogy that Bob Two clocked out. Um, but then they bring out his son, Bob Two's son, Jerry's oh, wow. nephew, I get to to play bass on the song. Um, and so it's a nice little kind of tie-in tribute thing. I mean, the whole tour was essentially a tribute to him. But they, mm-hmm. then they did a um, a fitting tribute at the end and and rock it out a little bit. Very cool. Yeah. We should say the... Uh, kind of puts a tear in your eye. <laughs> it does. Mm. Uh, the, I know we're just talking about the studio version, but the, the 75 hardcore version has a, a verse that's missing from from the album version. Which oh, is right. like like half of it's there, but the other half, it, like uh, I'm making sales hand over fist. I got a vacuum just to sweep between my ears. Me, I got a six-figure unit that's never been kissed. Like those lines are not in, are not on the uh, the duty now for the future version. Mm-hmm. Wait, doesn't uh, he doesn't say? I mean, I get a six figure unit. Not no, not on the album. No, he does in the in the hardcore Devo version. But because I was reading, I was reading the lyrics and listening to the song. I was like, oh, uh, wait a minute, and he didn't. <laughs> it is like there's like an instrumental and then get down on all fours. Nah, 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 nah. They like kind of cut out those three lines. It's strange. Yeah, I wonder why that is. I was kind of wondering, too. I was looking at those lyrics and thinking that they kind of took the song in a different direction in a way. Like, um, the, sort of they're teasing at the sexual inadequacy of, uh, at least that's how I read, the six-figure unit that's never been kissed. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Maybe I'm, uh, maybe I'm off base there. But I took that to be something about a, a, some, a certain amount of sexual inadequacy among these go-getter type people, these rat mm-hmm. race type people, where they're too busy uh, clocking figures to... Uh, pay attention to you know more human endeavors i guess but um that does kind of take it off in a different direction a little bit still it would be i guess appropriate to the song and how they view this individual that they're that they're singing about i don't know yeah i like both ways um i like the demo version's lyrics as well but musically i i definitely prefer the the album version oh yeah me too oh without question i mean if i want to get in oh go ahead pete well, maybe they did a, uh, you know, they the demo version had the thing about a, a six-figure unit, and then once they signed to a major label, maybe they could afford a six-figure unit, and they're like, right. not making Too close to home. It's a very good point. Um, I, I wanted to talk about the, this this musically, talk about the song, like, sonically speaking. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. Man, those drums come in like a machine gun. Oh, my God, yeah. Oh, uh, fantastic. I, I absolutely adore it. And uh, it's something about the, op- the way the song opens, and I think we might end up talking a little bit more about how this album opens in general, how uh, we get the lead-in with Devo Corporate Anthem, and then it kicks right into this. And it's quite a shock to the ears. And I can imagine if you were, you know somebody who had listened to are we not men uh and then went into this album you know you'd get kind of a slow transition with devo corporate anthem you'd go okay this sounds i've heard you know i've heard synth you know on other album i've heard things like this it's a little different but uh, i don't want to talk about that song too much but when this is when these drums kick in it had to have been like a like eye-opening i don't know to me the the intro to this song is a real shock to the system and a different kind of sound for devo but a very appropriate one at the same time yeah, I think the drums are a good example of how this album always, always feels to me like it's earlier than Are We Not Men. And I think mm. part of that might be because of the, uh, again, I said this about some other song, I forget which one, but the the um, the Men Who Make the Music video 
Mm-hmm. It's, it's got stuff from Are We Not Men and uh, Duty Now for the Future. Yeah. And they're on stage stuff for Duty Now for the Future. They're wearing like, uh, well, they're wearing, yeah, this stuff like the, 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 on the cover of this album, like the, the basically just skater stuff, skate, uh, skating helmets and elbow pads and stuff. And these black shirts with Devo on them. Mm-hmm. And uh, it just seems like a earlier, easy, not easier, but like, you know, less uh, involved. Like, they don't have like energy domes that they've invented. Well, oh, no, that's Freedom for sure. Uh, Freedom. Blah, blah, blah. I'm mixing <laughs> up my albums. But they uh, they don't have the yellow yeah. suits. They don't have like. It seems less invented. It seems less, uh, less conceptual or something. On the men who makes the music. On the live footage, they are wearing the yellow suits, and they take them off. That is true. That is very true. But still, <laughs> so it seems I, but like even beyond that, there's like, yeah, the drums, the just the sound of this album, it seems less polished in a good way. And maybe it is because they went back to the well for, like, some of the hardcore stuff, as we've been talking about, that they, uh, you know, hey, we got a hit record, we can... Uh, we can, you know, on our next one, we can uh, dig a little deeper and, and show them what we're all about, and... Uh, I get that sense from it, and it, and it feels like a feels like an older record than than Are We Not Men mm-hmm. to me. <laughs> what I like about it is it's kind of like it's the best of all worlds. Yeah, because you do have stuff like you have Clock Out, you have Wiggly World, you have Red Eye Express, and then you also have like the day my baby gave me a surprise, which is practically a ballad. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and the Devo Corporate Anthem, which is sort of a you know a mid tempo instrumental piece that's basically like a funeral dirge. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, and that's how the the, the uh, thing opens. Uh, the album opens. And John, I believe uh, you have something you want to say about uh, Devo Corporate Anthem and Clock Out put together. Well, I'm gonna. Yeah. Well, it's been discussed. Pete and I discussed this, and then um, it's something I've thought a lot of times listening to this album. And then my son Archer, who I've mentioned on the show before, who's a big fan of Devo. Uh, he considers this Devo Corporate Anthem and Clock Out to be one song. Now, he does that sometimes. He'll get sort of fixated <laughs> on Devo tracks, and, and sometimes they're individual songs, and sometimes uh, they're two songs put together. When you get to the end of the second song, he'll say, that one again, and he means go back to the first of the two songs. <laughs> and every single time with this, and lately this has been what he's been fixated on, he wants to go back to the beginning of Devo, Devo Corporate Anthem and listen to it all the way through Clock Out. And it makes me wonder, like, how this didn't end up being one of those, like, slash songs, one of those songs that has a slash through it uh, between two different songs, connecting them as, like, a single. And um, it even occurred to me today, and I'd completely forgotten that they actually put these songs together on Greatest Misses, the compilation album as well. So somebody else is thinking the same way, at least... I mean, I think Devo Corporate Anthem is also a really amazing way to open any album. But uh, maybe that's all they were thinking. But they did think to put Clock Out right in after it. So I don't know. To me, they're kind of they're kind of tied together. But knowing yeah. Pete, you know, knowing Pete, you know, without that slash in there, there's no way we were going to cover them as one song. Yeah, well, I no. mean, th- there can't be an accident that uh, one song is a corporate anthem, and the next song they are clocking out. They're leaving work, right? Uh, sure. So yeah. to speak. Um, I mean that that. If it was an accident, that's a pretty goddamn perfect accident. Um, but yeah, no, there the one, the one problem, the one counter argument to that is that Devo Corporate Anthem has a video. Clock out doth not. That's true. Of course, the Devo Corporate Anthem video is one continuous shot, correct? Yes. Yeah. And has one physical action. 
occurs yes. within it. <laughs> Doesn't make so, it less of a video. And it never aired as a video on MTV or anything. Well, MTV didn't debut until like three years later. Well, no, well, but Jocko Homo played it, it. If we're talking about things that came from uh, the men who make the music, things that were recorded far earlier than MTV did air on MTV. But this right. one never, they would never stick the little, you know, Devo corporate anthem from <laughs> Duty Now for the Future down in the corner and then show it. But you're right. It has its own individual little tiny, tiny, tiny short film. So it's a good counter-argument. I'm with you. I just like, to me, the, they are kind of, you can't disconnect the two of them, except for if you're going to do an alphabetical podcast. <laughs> I, I do agree. I mean, I, th- I just thought it was something to consider that perhaps we, t- we, we discussed them together, but right. um, well, no need to do that at all. And correct me if I'm wrong, also on uh, Greatest Misses, it is track you know, for argument's sake, track one, Devo Corporate Anthem, track two, Clock Out. And it is on the album, too. And it, um, yeah. you're right, because on, you know, Are We Not Men, Gut Feeling and Slap Your Mammy is one track. So that makes a difference. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, right. I, get, I get what you're saying. I, I just thought it should be discussed. And I think Archer's opinion should oh. be taken into account at yeah. all times. Absolutely. <laughs> no, of course. <laughs> and, by the way, we are discussing it. And uh, the Devo Corporate Anthem will get its own uh, episode, too. Absolutely. Um, but, yeah, but, I mean, I don't think it's an abs- a- accident. And I do... And here's something that just kind of occurred to me. How much do we consider, you know, I've talked about the salesman, uh, you know, the the criticism of the kind of uh, men in the gray flannel suit. Mm -hmm. Uh, Men in gray flannel suits. There we go. That's a subject verb agreement. Um, Now, um, here's my question. How much of this album is basically Devo reacting to being on Warner Brothers? A lot of it, I think. I, I think not not necessarily just being on Warner Brothers, but observing people at Warner Brothers specifically. I think huh, there are yeah. there are probably characters on the album that they might have seen in day to day life, either at Warner Brothers or in other business aspects that they were starting to have to deal with once they started making money. Right. And merchandising and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, oh, no, exactly. It just seems that opening with the corporate anthem and then, like, the next song is, like, clock out. All right, we're leaving this crap. Now <laughs> now get ready for your Devo, guys and gals. Right. Yeah, I mean, but they're, uh, by all reports, I was just, uh, um, uh, w- earlier when, when you brought up the, the sound of it and that, Tom, that you think this sound is kind of earlier. Mm-hmm. Like I looked up the the producer because I could I know Eno produced Are We Not Men and I was trying to f- remember who produced this one and it was um, uh, what's his name Scott uh, Ken, Ken Scott, Scott. Yeah. yeah who also produced other Bowie albums and uh, but by all reports that they were very professional uh, in the studio and they all got along and it wasn't like they were you know you know picture you know the Sex Pistols or something you know <laughs> snotty kind of you know jerks in the studio and and be like ah oh, you know thinking they're too good for all this so right i'm sure they're you know theirs was kind of a quiet mocker you know they'd see you know uh they the the it wasn't the idea of the kind of corporate world necessarily that rankled them so much but specific you know people being kind of faceless corporate uh, yeah. automata yeah I just I can't imagine a band like Devo didn't get notes. Oh yeah, oh yeah, they definitely did. Yeah. But now, Pete, uh, I, I was reading in the uh, thirty-three and a third about freedom of choice. They talk a lot about this album as far as 
freedom of choice being a response to their experience on duty now for the future. And they mm-hmm. actually complain a lot, all of them, a great deal about Ken Scott and his uh, mm-hmm. method of production. And going back to the drums, it was notable to me because I love the drum sound on this album altogether. And specifically, you get it right off the bat with this song. But Bob One, Bob Mothersbaugh, uh, points out that he thinks the drums are way too loud on this album. <laughs> and, <that it's, laughs> and, and when you, and I went on to the Reddit AMA that, uh, uh, that Jerry did, and he complains about this album and Ken Scott. And yeah. um, as I dig deeper and deeper, I'm finding out that the members of Devo don't seem to like this album that much. Wow. And I'm That's surprised weird. at that. Yeah. I don't know if you guys have read any, I mean, um, Joe, I know well, you they, read 33 and a third. I'm not sure if you remember that. Um, yeah, no, I do. And I've heard, and I've and I've heard other complaints about dude, that Devo over the years. I've heard yes, Devo members criticize uh, Duty Now for the Future, but I you know well first of all when I saw Devo live in I'm going to say 2005 2006, um, you know they played Wiggly World, they played mm-hmm. Smart Patrol, they played Clock Out as I recall, they, um, you know they, they certainly do. They played Secret Agent Man. They're not shying away from the material. No, right. the material's not the problem. They thought just the handled. Yeah, and, yeah uh, I think they love those songs. That's just the way that it turned out. They don't. They're not a fan of. The, uh, yeah, and I, I do wildly disagree about the drums. I, I think I actually oh. like Clock Out, for example, because this is the song we're talking about. Like, it's one of the few songs I can really like. Not so much I can really hear the bass in it, but or the like. The bass is really interesting to me. Yeah, like it's a good kind of show. Me, it's a good uh, showpiece for them as musicians. Well, and that's why I think they, they, because the bass is kind of prominent in it, that's why they brought out, they, they didn't want to do it without a bass, like a prominent bass uh, player necessarily in, in that, you know. Uh, that hardcore in, video? 2004, 2014, rather. Yeah. Um, where they, you know, they, they, they're like, well, we can't really do this without a, without a bass player. And they've been kind of changing, they were switching out, right, that Jerry would play bass sometimes, I think, on, on that tour. Yeah. Or, uh, or, you know, they just... They'd work around it, but I think that one just required all hands on deck, including a bass player. So it was a good good opportunity to do that. Um, Joe, what, did you see them on that same tour? Like, I saw them here. You were in San Francisco at the time? Uh, no, I didn't see them on that tour. It was, like, the next year. Um, I saw them... I'm going to say the Greek, but that's because I don't know my Los Angeles area theaters that well. Okay. But it was definitely an outdoor amphitheater, and it was a... You know, it was a retro show. It was it was like when in Rome, followed by Flock is, uh, followed by Bow Wow Wow, followed by oh, Flock of yeah. Eagles, followed by Devo. But I mean, there was a big difference in that. Like those other bands played six songs, Devo played for two hours, right. <laughs> you know, and showed like short films and stuff. It was fantastic. Hey, nice. Um. Yeah. So th- I mean, this I we, we'll have more opportunities, even including you know not too not too far down the road, we'll have an opportunity to talk about the corporate anthem, anthem itself. So some of these same things will come up. But um, just kind of occurred to me what song that would probably be paired with, and uh, boy, is that night and day in terms of my ratings. <laughs> <laughs> well, save it. Oh, I will. Um, <laughs> the uh, overall, it seems like we're fairly positive about this song. Um, what do you what do you guys think? I um sing this song to myself every morning when I leave the house. Especially <laughs> when I'm wearing a coat. I got my coat, I got my keys, okay. And I get that far and then I'm singing it on the way to the garage and it's uh it's fantastic. Ironically um, when you're going to clock in, presumably. That's right. I am going to clock in. Oh, you know what? I should I should sing it at the end of the day. 
The best part about clocking in is the eventual clocking out. So you're just looking forward to the end of the day. Prelude to clocking out. You're right. You're clocking out of home life. And clocking clocking out of everything. I never clock into anything. Right. Um, That's my home becomes work, Tom. (laughs) Um, I unabashedly and completely love this song. I give this song an A. I think uh, from the somebody said machine gun like drums at the beginning throughout the entire thing, it is uh, just you you almost can't help but see it being performed live by these uh, crazy lean dudes (laughs) in their uh, (laughs) in their in their skateboard outfits. Um, Yeah, I don't even know what to say about it. It's so good. My favorite line (laughs) in the whole thing. Good gag. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Like beat. And that sounded like I know in in I don't I don't know if it was on the air it might have been in the green room or something or or maybe it was on the weekend mutation you said you'd never seen uh, uh, Saturday Night Fever but that was totally you sounded like uh, John Travolta <laughs> young John Travolta there <laughs> you did well kind of, it's, that's what I I think it's part of why I like that line is it sounds like they're doing like a very like stylized cool like Elvisy kind of good gag kind of thing <laughs> but uh, they're talking about gagging <laughs> so it's very funny. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, I love this song and it's an A. And anyone who disagrees is wrong. Well, <laughs> well, Fair enough. Tom, Tom, I don't disagree. I also give it an A. I I considered for some reason I kept putting a minus at the end of it, saying A minus. Yeah. And I was going, well, I can't think of why the minus. I love this <laughs> right. song. There's nothing wrong with the song at all. I love the drums. I love this, the lyrics. It's a, like any song that perfectly encapsulates the snark and the the social commentary of Devo, I guess, for lack of a better way of putting it, is fine with me. I don't think there's anything wrong. Their, their worldview, their philosophy is all here. Mm-hmm. Musically, it's it's pretty perfect to me. It's got a crazy, screwed-up time signature that I can't put my finger on exactly, and I love that. And to me, it's just like, I don't know, it's like a crazy punk rock Devo, I don't know, anthem, and, and I think it's perfect. I'm giving it an A. You know, if I may add to that, it is it is one of those songs that it, it's just perfect Evo. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you, I also originally had it as an A minus, and then you know, kind of on my first listen, I usually just kind of do a quick sort of gut grade, if you will. Um, but then, as I was listening to it again, I'm like, who am I kidding? I love this song. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's clock out. It's great. It's an A all the way. Pete, <laughs> I'm I'm kind of a little bit the opposite of you guys in that I think before kind of going back to s- study it uh, for this, I would have been like gut A. And then I was like, yeah, you know what? It's good. There's something I feel like there's something that's missing. There's something that I didn't I wasn't getting as much out of it as I thought I was. But it's not enough. I mean, it's it's very minor. I still really do like the song. Um, maybe maybe it's just the taste of the demo version that that soured me a tiny bit, but I'm gonna go from an A to an A minus. I'm still it's still wow. gonna make the mixtape. It's still fine. It's still a good song. I love it. But if Pete, be in the iconoclast, a little Pete's bit less weird. high on it than I was like let's say a week ago. But yeah, um, I think you're being pretty hard on duty now. I gotta be <laughs> honest with you. <laughs> A minuses and B pluses? Are you kidding? That's... Yeah. <laughs> no, I, actually, that brings up a point because I th- I f- uh, I'm going to figure what song it was. But there's a there was a song that we've done already where Pete, you sort of factored in the slower version of a different version. The, you know, the, the slowness of a different version. It must have been B stiff, I would presume. Oh, it probably was B stiff. Yeah, probably thank you. Not. 
And that, that actually almost knocked points off of the version that you did like because of the existence of the one that you didn't like as much. Exclusive for the Patreon listeners, by the way. That's oh, right. I'm sorry. Yeah, that don't forget I said that. You don't so. know about that because you're not <laughs> if cool. You guys, no, no, we want them to know about that. We want them oh, yeah. to hear you know about that because you're going to be cool. Join the Patreon. Uh, and well, they're not going to buy the milk, though. If the... <laughs> yeah, if they can get the cows for free. There was Who like a what I mean? <laughs> Just so you can um, get them pumped. But yeah, no, I, I, I agree. And I'm trying not to do that, but it, it's something, it's like, you know, when you, it's like can't unsee. When you can't unsee something, like when right. listening to the slower kind of demo version, then when I go back and listen to the, the version of record, I'm like, oh yeah, but I'm hearing those little things that I... yeah. I liked it a little bit less when it was slowed down, and so I'm, I'm trying not to do that. But something about it, I'm I'm just a tiny bit less excited about Clock Out than I was earlier. But it's still a great song, okay. and it's still on the mixtape. Anything in the A family gets the gets it on the mixtape. And you know, now that the Clock Out's on the mixtape, I mean, spoilers: we're going to have to all give Devo Corporate Anthem an A because <laughs> they can't be disconnected. They're like twins; Uh-oh. they can't be adopted by two different families. You know, mm-hmm. so. Sorry, folks. That's a little spoiler alert for a couple of weeks from now, but we'll see. <laughs> yeah, we'll spoiling see. Spoiling the show for us, and we work well, here. <laughs> uh, you know where they're not joined is on Spotify. They're separate tracks on oh. Spotify, <laughs> and so I, I I've been doing the thing where I make a radio station off of uh, uh, the, off the track and see what the next song up is. Um, and uh, interestingly, I feel like this band has come up recently but i don't really know them very well the next song up in the in the they're called clock the out Rolling radio, stones <laughs> it's uh it's a song called enjoy by suburban lawns hmm. Hmm. suburban lawns i feel like have come up uh recently uh, a bunch and stuff I, I feel like i've been made more aware of them lately the universe is telling me to listen to suburban lawns but um and now it's or, telling me to spotify is anyway so we'll see maybe i'll give it a shot uh, but there's also stuff from Minutemen and Dead Milkmen on here and, and Talking Heads and all kinds of good stuff. So um, I'm I'm assuming that I will like it. Um, all right. So that was Clock Out. Let's Clock Out of Clock Out. I see what and you did there. Thank you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> thank you for seeing me do that. Um, uh, Thursday. Um, we are going to, can this be our first track from Freedom of Choice? I believe. Well, I mean, it doesn't uh, have yeah. to be, but that will be what it is. But I mean, well, can it we, be? It does we, have to be. I got, guys, we will choose to make it our first track. Well, not really, I guess, because we're tethered to this alphabetical thing, but we have, we yes, it will be our it. first track. From we have the freedom to do these songs in alphabetical order, which is yes, true. <laughs> we chose <laughs> to do the show for better or worse, but yeah. No, for better. Um, Only for better, everyone. Oh, you guys. But, uh, yeah, here it is. uh, um, What is it? You know, 14 episodes in or so. We're going to get to Cold War from... from Freedom of Choice. Freedom of Choice, which I just said and then forgot. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Come back Thursday. Join us then. And um, hopefully follow us on Twitter at ABCDevo. And um, like we said, check out the Patreon for our bonus episodes where we go through all the other songs that you're that you're not hearing. Uh, stuff from hardcore, stuff from singles, stuff from soundtracks, stuff not stuff from the single soundtrack. Devo wasn't on that. Uh, but we'll meet you back here on Thursday with a brand new episode of ABC Devo. All right. <laughs> Good gag. <laughs> oh, I don't have a catchy thing to say. So bye. No. <laughs>